Welcome to 15 Minutes on the Way, Season 9, The Remnant. If you're a first-time listener, you really owe it to yourself to start at the beginning. Find Episode 1 of Season 1 at 15minutesontheway.com. Don't spell out 15. Otherwise, brace yourself for a conversation with God's voice telling His side of your story. Surely you noticed when you queued this episode up that it's listed as part three of a series on the dark side. This is going to be a relatively brief finale to a three-part mini-series within season nine. You'll want to, at minimum, listen to parts one and two before listening to this, although, of course, the context of our entire journey together from season one, episode one, is the most desirable if this is your first time. Most of you will ignore that suggestion and plow right ahead, so I'll give you one bit of context. We ended last week's episode with my articulating what so many of you were already thinking. Why haven't I hogtied the accuser? If you don't know who that is, then you really need to listen to parts one and two. Why haven't I hogtied the accuser and kept him from his heinous deeds? On behalf of all humans that have ever suffered innocently in one way or another, Job asks me the quintessential question of all time. Why? Our answer to Job is four chapters long, Job 38 through 41. It contains some of the most majestic images and descriptions of us in all the owner's manual, cataloging our imaginative might displayed throughout known creation. However, in all of its stately images, there is not a single clue among them as to why all of Job's mishaps have fallen on him. And let us face it, mishap is far too sterile a word for the staggering tragedies the man has suffered, particularly the deaths of all his children. He has been reduced to a life of agonizing mourning and even excruciating physical misery as he plods through long days of painful sores from the soles of his feet to the crown of his head, Job 2, 7 through 8. Read the next verse to see how helpful his wife is at this point. How can we be so cavalier as to talk about our greatness at a time like this? We find ourselves at the same juncture with you now as we did then with Job. We simply cannot explain to you in a way that will satisfy you the dynamic web of reasons and causes that result in painful things happening to people who've done nothing to deserve them. I can assure you that we take no delight in such things. The purpose of the Job narrative is to explore causality and is not the last word by any means on how things work or how we interact with our people. It is written throughout the owner's manual and will be even more so in times to come that we mourn with those who mourn and weep with those who weep. 
The best answer we can give Job or you is there in those four chapters, though. It is not as satisfying as understanding fully all the reasons why. It is your nature to seek someone to blame for the pain in your life, and I am not telling you to stifle that. Such conquests are vital to doing away with many harmful things that can be stopped. Had no one asked a painful why in the past, doctors would still be endorsing various brands of cigarettes, and asbestos would continue to be woven into a plethora of building materials. Ask why, and act on those answers by all means at your disposal. However, even knowing that you have done something to prevent similar harm and pain in someone else's future life will not take your pain away. And sometimes, as with Job, neither will I. Instead, I will be in your pain with you. I was there when the Pleiades and Orion were born. I was there when the Alps and Rockies and Himalayas erupted from Earth's depths. I was there when you took your first breath, and when the one you love took their last. I am there with you. I am here with you right now. I cannot tell you in ways you can understand right now why it's all happened. I tell Job all that I tell him about me to essentially convey a hard, two-sided lesson. You're going to have to trust me. But truly, you can trust me. If I am so great as to be and do all these four chapters of wondrous seen things, then I am able to somehow in the end make right all unseen things as well. Believe me when I promise you that I most surely will make all things right when the time is finally right. Yes, the accuser is out there. Yes, because of how the universe works and the requirements of our righteous holiness and the fairness with which we are compelled to treat all, he and others like him are able to choose to serve neither us nor our purposes, just as you can readily see in the humans around you. However, I am the creator of the heavens and the earth, creator of all beings that live, and I will have the final say. I must permit for a time this state of allowance, if you will, or there would be no opportunity to choose life and rescue. I am working towards that rescue of all humanity from the pain and brokenness and death brought on by the pride that prompted the fall of human and angel alike. In a very real sense, the Abra plan is my answer to human suffering. And once the work we began with Abram is complete and comes to its final end, so will suffering. I will not stop until I am finished, and I assure you 
I will finish this. When we are finished, we will have treated even the accuser fairly, but fully and finally too. Until then, friend, you must trust me. I really do have your back, though it may not feel so at times. We are going to make it through this, together. I promise you. <laughs>